It's I hard to know. fight cultural stigmas. It is. It's, my dad always said, like, son, I know in your heart of hearts, you feel like you're American. I know that. You don't relate to Koreans, you know? But son, when other people see you, they don't see an American. They see a Korean man. Welcome to The Worst Asian Podcast, where a couple Asian-American millennials give you our shitty opinions on all things Asian. My name is Linji. I'm here with my co-host, Ben. Hello. You doing okay today, Ben? I am. I am. I am. Been a bit of a rough week for you? Rough, yeah. Rough couple weeks? Yeah. We don't need to get into the details. It was, it was rough, bro. You doing okay now? I'm doing much better, actually. I got a funny holiday card which always helps those do help yeah yeah because it's like they do it for they do it you know here and there you sent a couple of times it's it's nice it's yeah. like about the holidays you know it's like all right let me forget about all this bullshit uh can i give you some advice yeah let me go full full-on jackass therapist mode for a second if you're okay with that yeah go for it there's this concept called radical acceptance we go through the course of our lives just with expectations about reality and those expectations right. are sometimes kept in like a little bubble Yep. And when life meets your expectations, then you're happy, you're content. But when the opposite happens, it's like someone punched you in your balls. Right. You, you collapse, you're on the floor. Right. It feels like the worst thing ever. The gut punch. And in that moment, you don't know what the hell to do. So the idea is to fully embrace that life is full of shit, inherently full of shit, things that are completely out of your control. But that's part of the whole human experience. That's part of, you know, that's part of living. If you fully em embrace that, then when those moments come, you deal with them much better. Because take, for instance, try to think of the specifics of something negative that had to happen to you six months ago, a year ago. Right, right, right. You probably can't remember. You know, stuff like that fades into... Oh, the... I can remember. No, okay, I'm sure maybe you can remember. <laughs> Generally speaking, stuff like that fades into your memory. Mm -hmm. It just evaporates. And if you try to focus on the fact that you, you, the Ben right now that's sitting in front of me, the one that's late again. Yes. That you are not- Five the, minutes old. You are not the end result of one specific event in your life, one specific experience, negative or positive. Right. You are the collective amalgamation aggregate of everything that's happened to you. Oh, okay. And if you try to focus on that fact and then focus on life as a whole, and remember that you should keep your eye on, let's say the legacy that, that you're trying to leave, what you want to do with your life as a whole, the long-lasting effects that you have on the people around you. If, mm. if you focus on that part of it, then I think you can deal with all the ups and downs, all the shit that suddenly comes your way a lot easier. Thank you, man. Thanks. Wow, that was a lot. That was also a lot longer than I thought. I was like, he's gonna say like a, like one sentence. He said amalgamation. I'm like, wow, this guy aggregation. I'm like, my god. I got a great Christmas gift idea. I'm just gonna buy you a dictionary or God. You're like thesaurus. Yeah, look, you're like Stephen A. Smith. And how do you always make fun of him? I charge two fifty an hour. I accept all forms of insurance. <laughs> We're trying to like sell health insurance now on the side. Find me next We're week like, on Dr. Phil. Like you're like going door to door. It's like, hey, uh, how's your health? First of all, I just want to say thank you for, you know, say, saying that. I, I needed that. And I had some people reach out too. Thank you to everyone as well. I'm much better now. And also I was looking forward to doing the podcast. That was one of the things too that helped a lot. It's like therapy for you. Yeah, man. And hopefully it's therapy for everyone else out there listening as well. Also, just I want to like piggyback on this. Since we are talking about doing good and trying to help and stuff, I wanted us to focus on something larger, more mm -hmm. communal, I would say. 
This one is, I would say, probably one of our more serious topics that we're going to go into. If we can get serious, yeah, sure. Yes. It's something that we take very personally. It, it does affect a lot of us that we know, that we love and care about. It's about the Asian hate. We'll get into this later, but what, what we're trying to do uh, specifically is we know that whatever we do, yeah. whether it's successful or not, it's going to be a drop in the bucket. Right. But that shouldn't stop us from at least trying to. No, it definitely shouldn't. It's the holiday season. Yes. It's the holiday season, obviously. Happy holidays. It's a time of giving. We should all find it in our hearts to try to be more generous this month. Yes. So what we're trying to do is we're, there is a larger GoFundMe, AAIP community fund. And what they do is they take the funds that they collect and then they then subsequently distribute it into a bunch of other smaller charities. Perfect. Charities that both fight against Asian hate and do other things within the Asian American community at, as a whole. Yes. Also, just a shout out to the AAPI community for just being so organized. That's one of the great things about being Asian. We're so organized and neat. Great paperwork. Great paperwork. You know, logistics are through the roof. Please go to our Instagram page and our socials. Find us at Worst Asian Pod. You can find all the details there. We thought we'd try to, you know, make it a little more fun, give like an incentive. We have some things that we want to give away. Think of it like as a... Like Like a a raffle. Like a raffle. Extravaganza, you know? (laughs) Everything that is donated will go to the AAPI community. Yeah, this larger AAIP community fund, you can go into the page and you can look into the history, but they have made a lot of uh, uh, distributions to lots of different organizations. Mm -hmm. So they are doing good work. And obviously, we didn't want to go through the hassle of having a lot of these donations funneled through us. Two reasons. One is just logistically very difficult and two i think there's more trust when you can donate directly to an already established larger fund instead of donating to two random asian people on the internet that's a good uh good excuse (laughs) (laughs) but in all honesty we we just want to leave it to professionals we think they'll be the best at it we just want to do our part hopefully this this inspires you as well so check out our social media pages. We'll have all the details there. Essentially, we're going to be asking you to donate whatever amount that you can to this larger fund. And then we, in turn, will raffle off different prizes. We are both personally donating things to be given out as giveaways. And we're currently teaming up with a bunch of Asian-owned and Asian-established uh, smaller businesses to yep. also uh, give away items. If you can't donate, we understand, you know, yeah. sometimes you just, you can't. Everyone needs money. Everyone's got bills to pay, families to feed, mouths to feed, all that. Um, if you could just raise any awareness for it, bring it up. I know it's like a hard topic for some people. It can be an awkward topic sometimes for Yeah, people, it really is. But it does need to be addressed. Also, I, I'm hoping that as long as you know this fundraiser keeps going, maybe this can be an ongoing thing. Annual tradition. Yeah. That's just assuming that we're going to be here next year. Yeah. First Doing annual worst stuff. Asian fundraiser. I know. Maybe that's why I was like feeling a little down too. Because like, of the holidays yeah. or just because of all the recent stuff that's been happening? No, I love the holidays. I can't help it. I love all those like Jingle Bell Rocks, you know, all the, all the yeah. like, holiday music. I love it. After like a month, then I'm like, okay, I'm yeah, sick fuck, of it. Fuck that shit. You know, if I smell like pumpkin pie and all that good stuff, it's good. So, as you were mentioning, a lot has been happening over the past couple of years, and specifically, a lot has been happening again. It seems recent events there has been another uptick in Asian-related crimes and discrimination. Just where we are in Queens, New York, we had an incident around Thanksgiving. There was this elderly woman, she was just sweeping the sidewalk in front of her house, and the random person comes by and just knocks her over the head with a rock. And now, as of this recording, she's still in critical condition at the hospital. I mean... 
it's still a fucking shitty ass story. Yeah, it gets very I, graphic at times. I'm trying to do this without getting really angry, but it's it is really frustrating. You, you have, are a very emotional person. I think we yeah. should just put that out there. Yeah, I'm. You, I am very, very emotional. You wear your feelings on your sleeves. So People say it's because I'm a I'm a cancer. Uh, that's the horoscope thing. Yeah, I'm, I actually kind of believe it. But no, you're just Korean, so you're very angry. That that amplifies it. I think that's like the Korean moon with the Korean ocean tide. I have no idea what the horoscopes are. I don't know either. I just know that I'm a bucket of water. Your bucket. Oh, your water sign as well. Aquarius. You're a water Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where we're water Pokemon. That's but. Yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that's happening. Um, a lot of the victims I notice are on the elderly side. They uh, are the helpless, right? That's yeah. a that's the cowardly thing. A lot of the more graphic incidents involving older people tend to be more, for better or worse, more newsworthy. So it does get out there. We've noticed it a lot more. It's everywhere. But what it is, is that because of all this Asian hate crime that's happening, now people are encouraging other Asians to strap up. Like, yo. No one's going to help save us or protect us, so mm. we're going to have to do it ourselves. That's another. T- yeah, that's uh, a very touchy subject. We're, we live in New York. We live in Queens. Guns are obviously up banned here. I know you could go upstate and own like a hunting rifle and stuff yeah. like that. But other states, you know, down south or whatever, you can own like an AR-15. Yeah, getting into Second Amendment rights here in the U.S. is just... It's so sloppy, man. It's so sloppy. It's and, so hypocritical. And, and you can't win. You, yo, man, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's a fucking scary world that you live in. I think it's kind of scary how like America's turning into like the wild, wild west. We try not to get too political here, or yeah. at least not on a serious level. You know, on the ground, you have a lot of these mass shootings, like what happened last year in Atlanta. <sighs> oh then, my gosh, yeah. That's on one side of the spectrum. And then on the other side, you just have more everyday Man. incidents. Correct me if you don't believe in this too, but I think with Asian Americans, we are less likely to report smaller incidents that involve discrimination and our hate crimes. That is true. I think as a whole, we would rather keep those things to ourselves. Yeah. Whatever statistics there are for a number of hate-related incidents happening here in the US, I'm sure that's disproportional to what's actually been happening. I'm sure there is a lot more. Right. It's like if you're an Asian and you get beat up, it's like, ah, just walk it off. It's fine. Rub yeah. some uh, tiger bomb on it. For better or worse, that is the case, though. Yes, it is. If you are a victim of bullying as well, please don't hide it as well. If if you know anyone that's a victim of abuse or bullying, please, please um, reach out to them. I'm not saying um, resort back to violence. I'm not saying that. Just reach out to your friends. Maybe they're going through something. Maybe also I noticed a lot of Asian women, too, are being victimized as well. Yeah, Asian women. Oh, yeah. man. Mm, older Asian people. Oh my god, it pisses me off, man. I it's mean, it's so upsetting. Easier targets. I can only imagine when like people like go out and stuff. I I worry like even if my dad is just walking his dog sometimes. Yeah, that's true too. I my mom is back to work right now, and on top of the oh, whole the whole um pandemic related concerns about you know traveling back and forth, there's the added layer that now when you go out there, you have to worry about the possibility of these things just randomly happening to you. And as an Asian woman, as an older Asian woman, I worry for her health. It's concerning. Even like our parents, our uncles, our aunts, our friends that are kids. I have a friend of mine in California. He's a he's a doctor. He has a wife and he has a kid. He's a ER doctor. He sees this stuff all the time. He was mentioning about, I might have to carry a weapon. That thought actually ran through his yeah, head. Yeah, for, for his own protection. Yeah. Just the fact that he had to think about that, resort to that. Yeah. It was like, you don't even want to go to bed thinking about that kind of stuff. Yeah. That wasn't a major concern two, three years ago. There was a period where I don't know why this stuck out to me, but- Chinese takeout, the delivery guys. There was a case where like a lot of them were just getting robbed, man. 
Yeah, that, yeah, that was also last year too. Yeah, I remember you that. Know? It was happening way back then when we were younger. I remember too. Oh, you're and talking about back then. Back then, but oh, really? But you're also correct. Back then is like when like Chinese food takeout it was getting more popular. So you know they're just spreading out trying to you know chase that bread, and a lot of these men are were just being attacked and stuff, or the guys were just like reaching their pockets, take you know a lot of cash because they're carrying a lot of cash on them sometimes. Yeah, yeah, because they're doing like multiple deliveries at a time. Multiple deliveries, they got to give change sometimes, mm -hmm. and their only way to pay back then was cash. cash. Yeah, you know. But going back onto it, it is skyrocketing everywhere again. Yeah, please be careful, you know, especially commuting. Um, there's videos of like people trying to push people onto the train tracks. Yeah, like, people are fucking crazy. Yeah, dude, it's depressing. I know it's the happy. I know it's like the holidays. A lot of the stuff we're talking about, like we said, is very triggering. Yes, that is true. It's tough to watch these videos. I don't even like watching these videos because with the recent stuff that you've seen, a lot of times there is firsthand footage, either security footage or for whatever reason someone is cctv someone is uh videotaping on their phone instead of fucking helping right there is oh. always there's always footage of shit like this and yeah. some of it gets very graphic and i don't enjoy watching it but at the same time watching it lights a fire under your ass yep to either whether you want to proactively tangibly do something or wh whether you just want to explore these issues for yourself and learn further about it right exactly you know knowledge is Okay, I was going to say knowledge is free, but, you know, college, fuck that. There's a, there's a <laughs> YouTube university. There's a paywall for everything except for YouTube. Yeah. But I was going to say knowledge is free. Spreading awareness is free. Do you think there's a reason why it's happening more and more? Oh, yeah. You look at the timeline, right? All this, these things happened before, but there is a severe uptick in these incidents over the past two years. Number one, a direct result of uh, the pandemic and COVID. There is this stigma about it coming from China. And that in turn, as a result of many politicians here in the US and many people screaming at China virus, Kung flu, and then that penetrates into people's consciousness. What happens after that? We are then further viewed as, well, these people caused this massive incident to happen. I know you said like a lot of politics. Dude, the only one I'm thinking about is Donald Trump. <laughs> like, I was trying not to name names, but yeah, let's be real. Yeah, fuck that. I'm going to name it. I don't give a fuck. But Donald Trump is like the main reason. Yeah. Because he was our fucking president. And he was like, yeah, China, the Kung flu. Holy crap, this moron just said this shit. What is he doing to us right now? It's mind blowing that that was, you know, our fucking president. I didn't vote for that motherfucker. It kind of stems also going from like when 9-11 happened, you know, when yeah, the same. World Trade Center. We had a lot of friends that were, you know, Sikh. They weren't even Muslim. Yeah, or just know. Indian. Yeah. All of a sudden now they were getting bullied like nonstop and it was bad, you know, it leaked into even like our media was making fun of it. It just perpetuates that stereotype. Right, of terrorism, you and know. And two decades later, it's still yeah. in the, the common uh, consciousness. You know, going out to like our Muslim friends and listeners, you know, we love you too. There's no need for ignorance in this world. Uh, there's enough fucking shit in there. Please, uh, let's try to be a little more uh, patient with everyone. We got to just stick this out together. That's the main message that we're trying to do here. Do some good in this world. So cultural stigma, obviously, yeah, right? Over, important. Over the past couple of years, that's the, the main thing mm -hmm. as a result of the pandemic. But there are inherent things about the Asian American experience, the Asian American community that just yeah. makes us more susceptible to being attacked and to these crimes in general. Mm -hmm. uh, part of that comes down to what you've always said, the whole model minority thing. Yeah. You know, Asian Americans being more passive. Yeah, we are. And when you to wear a that, fault. right? Because when you wear that badge on your shoulders, whether it's true or not, right. people view you as an easy target. In a way, we have to kind of be a little more bold. I know you say like I'm very emotional. Yeah. I like to think I'm very passionate about whatever I, is on my mind. 
one thing I've always learned is I think like it's it's a good thing to always question authority, break the mold, understand the rules so you can break them effectively, right? I forgot who said that shit, but <laughs> another one of your random Instagram quotes that yes. you remember? Yes. If any of our listeners can find that out, please. I'm gonna say it's Gandhi, but I'm, <laughs> I know I'm freaking wrong. Just default to Gandhi <laughs> or Mother Teresa. Yes. I'm sure yes, they said or everything. Buddha. Or, Buddha. or Buddha. There you go. There you go. Top the three. Buddha. Top three. <laughs> Top three, baby. But I hate the idea of this model minority. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Um, the idea of us Asians like needing to get like weapons. Yeah, fuck it. Carry mace if you have to. Carry, I don't know, a taser. You know, speaking of mace, I got my wife a bottle of mace. I got my mom one too. Right? Yeah. The Seriously. little keychain one, I got yeah. one. Hers is pink. What's your mom's? There you go. I think I think mine is black. Nah, that's that's stupid. Black. You know why? Because when you're like scrambling in your bag, you want something that, that stands out. out. Yeah, so pink. Bright ass, hot pink. That's neon true. pink that's true there's one that makes it look like it's lipstick did you see that one Dude, like, i think a, they kind of look like, like mini vibrators <laughs> for our viewers also <laughs> if if you happen to have both of them in your bag can you please tell us if they look similar uh, that's our that's our uh, r&d right now i know you're really against the whole model minority passive asian thing to an extent because you are the exact opposite of the ad rhetoric yeah <laughs> personally speaking <laughs> yeah and you always try to get other people to be on board with your way of thinking I don't want to say like make it sound like I'm like. I'm not saying that you're trying to go out there and, and <laughs> like I'm and a, punch like, everybody. Yeah, like we're like I'm like a Mormon. <laughs> I'm going knocking and just hey, I, I feel like you're pretty. Uh, you're like a model minority. How are your grades? Amazing. Oh no, we gotta change that. Man. <laughs> we're gonna have to change that right now. We gotta now. fight that stereotype. We're gonna have to fight that. Yeah, we're gonna have to fail some classes there, my man. Yeah, I'm kind of advocating for Asians to like stand up for it and stuff. I'm not saying be violent. I was it, like, it does come off that way though. Yeah, because people just... I mean, if you look at me, I'm like 6'2". I just look mean. Sometimes when I go out, you know what people think I am? People think I'm an undercover cop. <laughs> I'm not even joking. People think I'm a, like... They think I'm like an undercover detective. Like, I'll have like a beer, and I'm having a great time. <laughs> and then people are like, yo, you good? I'm like, yo, I'm having a great time. And they're like, yo, you look like you're ready to like murder someone. I was like, oh my gosh, no. But when people get to know me, then they're like, oh no, that's... Ben. Ben's actually, you know, he's cool. You know, he's like a like a gentle, hairy panda bear. You know, I've gotten that. <laughs> All I'm saying is that, like, if you're going to get bullied, I'm also saying, like, assess the situation. I'm not saying, if there's, like, five dudes and they're picking on you, I'm not going to say, yo, freaking throw a hay, uh, Hail Mary haymaker. Please, violence is the last resort to anything. That's what I'm saying. Make it the last resort. But at the same time, like, don't be a little bitch. That's all I'm trying to say. It, what's going to happen is you're going to go down this uh, line where you just, like, take it. And then subconsciously, it's going to make you feel less of a person. Oh, man, I should have stuck up for myself. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I should have stuck up for that person. Speaking of standing up for things, and this is a bit off topic, I, mm -hmm. I was listening to a, another podcast, uh, yeah. Tiger Belly with Bobby okay. Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was interviewing John Bobby Cho. Lee. And Bobby Lee was referencing this one time when John Cho and himself were on set for some movie. And then Bobby Lee asked for aspirin, and then whoever the medic person was, you know, brought him over some aspirin. But then when he handed it to him, he did a very uh, stereotypical Chinese accent. Here is your medicine. Right. Oh, yeah. Bobby Lee said normally in those situations back then he would just laugh it off. But then yeah. John Chung comes out of nowhere, paraphrasing what John Cho said. That's you like know, Korean. In him. He That's came out right. and said, Don't ever do that again. That's what I'm saying, man. Like there is a time when you can't stand up for yourself. Yeah. Like, and you don't have to do it violently. I feel like Asian Americans feel like they don't have rights. Like you can stand up for yourself, you know, whether it's a workplace, if you're in school, college, whatever is high school. You know why I think that is true sometimes too? Because Asians, mm -hmm. no matter how American you are, you're always perpetually a foreigner. <laughs> just because on how you look, just because on your culture in general, you could be 
you could be here in this country and you're like yeah. third gen, fourth gen, fifth, Yo. but you are always perpetually viewed as a foreigner. Tell me not. Is this would this be considered like reverse racism? I'll look at like another Asian person. I'm like, there's no way this dude knows English. And then I'm like, oh shoot. This guy's like born and raised in like New dude, York. Dude, like you are perpetuating that same <laughs> stereotype. Right. I mean, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Yeah. So if we're doing it amongst ourselves, like what you are, what do you think other Caucasian, non-Asian exactly. people are, are thinking? Exactly. We got to be a little more bold. We got to stick out a little more. Being viewed as the outsider, just it just paints a target on you. And we're talking about this as Asian Americans, but it's the same thing if you're black in this country. So same thing if you're another minority group in this country. You just right. constantly have this target on your back. Is there a solution to it? It's I hard to know. fight cultural stigmas. It is. It's, my dad always said like, son, I know in your heart of hearts, you feel like you're an American. I know that. You don't relate to Koreans, you know? But son, when other people see you, they don't see an American. They see a Korean man. It's true. Know? I'm like, dad, dad. Your dad has some wise words for once. I was like, God damn, dad, you're always right. Do you think there's actually tangible things that we can do to slow down the spread, to stop the spread of Asian hate? Well, I know like when it was first happening, right? When Biden got inaugurated and stuff, the first thing, like one of the things that they did was the Asian hate crime bill, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. I mean, I was grateful for it. How do you say, like a national level now mm -hmm. you know, where the FBI can get involved? I don't know if it's actually working or it's effective, to be honest, too. But that's just my conspiracy theory part of me thinking about that. A lot of that stuff is more, how do you phrase is it? Is it gimmicky? Gimmicky sounds makes it sound like it's not well-intentioned because I know a lot of these politicians and a lot of this stuff is well-intentioned, but it's more of a surface level. How do you say it without making it really sound bad? I got it. A farce. <laughs> That's what's so bad. That makes it sound even worse. <laughs> a lot of these laws are more in good spirits and they yeah. don't see as much effectiveness on the ground level, unfortunately. Yeah. But there is a clear place for policies like that because what you need to do is you need to attack these problems from all ends. Yeah. On the policy level, you do what you can to make sure that the establishment is both aware of the issue and actively trying to deal with the issue. Yeah. On the other end, on the ground level, what do you think like people like you and I can actually do? Or is it, unfortunately, there is nothing that you and I can actually do to help all this? No, there's always something. Number one, I know we're joking about the mace thing. Hey, get a couple more for your, some of my friends. And I'll just be like, hey, I'm thinking about you. Great stocking stuffers. Yeah, it, yeah actually, yeah, that <laughs> is a great stocking stuffer. Yes, it is, actually. I don't want to encourage violence, but take some self-defense classes. I encourage self-defense. You should know, just in case shit hits the fan, That's true. what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, how do you escape the situation? How do you get yourself out of something? If you can disarm someone or navigate your way out of a, a violent area, it's I totally encourage it. Yeah, on an individual level, you can do stuff like that. You can try to put yourself not in situations where you're more likely to be attacked. Yeah. But even that's very difficult because, like I said, with the thing I, I talked about earlier that happened mm -hmm. over Thanksgiving, the old woman was just sweeping her sidewalk. Yeah. What the fuck is she doing wrong there? Did she think she was putting herself in danger at that point? No, of course not. She should feel safe knowing she's just sweeping her own yeah, property. Yeah, exactly. On a micro level, yeah. there's little things that we can do to protect ourselves. But yeah. on a macro level, on a more societal level, there has to be things. You and I are obviously not smart enough to think of these things. Even if they don't create immediate results, they can seep into our cultural consciousness and it's change it for of, maybe the next generation. Kind of like Inception. You know, you just got to plant the seed. Yeah, on a larger scale, that's why there's larger charities that are doing right, much better work. Because there are societal issues that they can combat. You know, they can amplify the voice of Asian Americans. 
like I was mentioning earlier, we were never viewed as full-on Americans, regardless of how long we've been here. But at least if we amplify our voices, if these charities and these smaller places try to get us out there, we can elevate Asian Americans as full-on Americans. Not not trying to be too uh, cynical. Not cynical, actually. I was gonna say like this is kind of why I keep referencing so much. But like even just the idea of like the movie we uh, we review Shang Chi. We kind of need that more. You need to be you know? seen. Like we have to be integrated into pop culture more. Mm-hmm. So I'm not lying. Like Simu Liu, when I see you like pop locking on Jimmy Fallon, you know, hosting SNL. Like, yeah. Yo, thank hey, God. That's a big deal. And also like, he's just an amazing athlete and he can like actually fight. I hope like anyone that sees like an Asian person, I was like, oh man. <laughs> God, here we go again yeah, with the fighting. Like, yeah. Like, oh, You're this always guy. coming back to the fighting. <laughs> I'm going to say it, bro. Yeah. For anyone out there that, if you can at least look like you know how to fight, you know, not even like be capable of fighting. I think that's fine too. It's kind of like a puffer fish, right? I don't want to fight, but I'll just look intimidating. <laughs> like a blowfish? Yeah. Fucking poisonous. Poisonous. Okay, for those of you that don't want to get so physical, I think another way that you can try to make things better, maybe for the next generation, maybe for younger people, yeah. is to have an open dialogue about this. Another inherent thing about being Asian, you keep a lot of these emotions, a lot of these conversations oh, to yourself. But I think it's okay to have these discussions. Even if you don't have all the facts, Yeah, like what we normally don't yeah (laughs) i I still think and we were kind of debating even uh doing this as a podcast topic yeah because most of our stuff is not that we're funny but tends to be on the more non-serious we're so hilarious comedic end (laughs) yeah and this is obviously a much more serious issue yeah and there are probably going to be times during this episode when we say things that are a bit insensitive but please just remember take it with the grain of salt grain of rice grain of sugar Grain of sugar? Yeah. Sure. Grain of that's the right term. Saffron. Don't take us too seriously. Yeah. We're just here to sort of bring these issues to the forefront of your mind so that you can then go deeper into them on your own. Put it this way. If we could just have that one person that can like raise awareness, I think we did our job. Just that one. I mean, you joke about, but it's true though. Yeah. We're trying to do this whole charity thing, but at the end of the day, exactly. If it's just you and me (laughs) donating, it's still it's still something. It's still something. It's It's more people, and then we can keep all the prizes for ourselves. Do you believe in like the whole idea, like voting? If you can find someone that you know shares the same ideas and views, that would be great too. So they so they can promote policies that hopefully. That's kind of why, like, Asians don't vote a lot statistically. I'm going to believe you, man. It's sad. I, I'm going to believe your facts. Facts, man. Straight spinning facts there. Statistically, Asian people don't vote as much as other uh, races. Is it because like we just think we're like too smart? Like, oh, voting's not real. No, it doesn't it, do shit. It or we're just down, lazy. It comes down to the whole thing we're about not, just trying to keep to yourself and trying to worry about your own shit. It's, not, that it's not because we're lazy. No, we're not fucking lazy. We're like, anti, we're like anti-lazy. <laughs> oh, no, Asian people that, are anti-lazy. There's your emotion right there. <laughs> <laughs> but we're just too busy doing other things that we don't vote as much, which is unfortunate. Yeah. It's the thing that I always reference why yeah. older people, and this is not an Asian thing, why older people mm-hmm. always get their issues dealt with. Mm. Because older people statistically- Live your statistics, baby. Older people vote. And when you fucking vote, politicians care about your issues. Gotcha. So I just learned how voting works. Today. That's amazing. <laughs> so voting is kind of important. That's another thing we want to talk about. <laughs> when Andrew Yang was running- Yes. There's some things that he did that was I didn't agree with, but one thing obviously was about like tackling Asian hate, mm-hmm. going to like you know stop Asian hate rallies. Yo, just having him out there at the time exactly meant a lot. Well spoken, a good guy, you know, married, you know, mm-hmm. like oh my god, he gives us hope. Yeah, because there are small steps. Clearly, 
He, know, kept lose, he keeps losing. He keeps losing, but gun to your head during um, <laughs> when he was running for president, <laughs> yeah. you did not think he was going to win. Let's just be real. No Yo, one fucking thought he was going to win. I, I kind of did. I can see it. Dude, I'm Asian. I would have loved it if he won, but I live in the real world. Come on, man. My point he has is some that, crazy ideas, though. My he point did. is that it takes these small incremental steps. Just yeah. having him be a serious candidate. Yeah, man. So handsome. I feel good like he's like the first representation. It was, it was a very proud moment in our culture. One other thing that I think Asian Americans should try to do, mm-hmm. and it's kind of tough, the whole Black Lives Matter movement, the community came together as a whole. But the thing is with Asian Americans, because there is a vast number of language barriers, linguistic differences. A between, lot of different Asian cultures. Exactly. And you're mm-hmm. trying to mend these different cultural differences together and form one unified front. Even if you're well-intentioned, you first fight that inherent... Reverse racism. You, <laughs> I'm going to make it a thing. <laughs> the Lindsay just looked at me like... Like that caught him off guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Number one, it's difficult because we inherently don't want to put ourselves out there. Yeah. That, that's just a part of our uh, culture. I would say that's maybe one of the few universal rules among all Asians. Yeah. And then number two, like How I just did... mentioned, it's difficult because you have different cultures, you have different languages. Yes. Very difficult to come together and unify. You know, speaking of Black Lives Matter, right? I think it's really great that you brought it up. I've been to a couple of the rallies. I reached out to some of my, you know, black friends. And I've been to like the Asian, um, you know, Stop Asian Hate rallies as well. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie, man. There was a huge discrepancy, the size. And just like the energy. The Black Lives Matter, like, I can't relate to being an African-American. And we also- Dude, you you are as white as bleach. Yes. You're as um, wise as my curtains here. Yes. But I do want to acknowledge, you know, what you guys go through. It is bullshit too. But just being at both rallies, I noticed how unified the Black Lives Matter was. The energy, I'd say like the community of it, mm-hmm. where like the Asian hate, it was a lot smaller. And, you know, I don't want to compare, but I'm just saying it felt great that, it, you know, it happened and stuff. Yeah. Like you said, man, like you're hitting everything on the head. It's like a lot of the Asian people that are listening right now, they're definitely thinking, like, oh, man, I am. I'm definitely guilty of those traits. Yeah, 100%. I'm guilty of uh, doing that. That's why I think this works well, because we have different opinions. Yeah. We have the same underlying point. Yes. And beliefs. You mm. and I, I mean. Yeah. I actually had a friend of mine that I was talking about it when it was like first happening and it was like getting really bad during the winter time, the first winter. He kind of was like, can I tell you something? Yeah, what's up, man? He was like, I'm really upset because like my non-Asian friends are, you know, not checking up on me about this kind of stuff, you know, about the Asian hate crime. Mm -hmm. And I just like asked him, I was like, I totally get it. And he was like pissed. So, But I just asked him, I was like, well, why are you waiting for them to come to you? Why don't you just go to them and say Mm -hmm. like, this is how I feel? Why don't you acknowledge it? Cat got his tongue. And I asked him, I was like, did you even? He's like, no. I was like, dude then you can't blame them. You don't. You can't assume how they feel, you yeah, know, or true. what they're thinking. Just reach out first. And then, like you said, right? Have a fucking open dialogue. Going back to like the typical Asian. And he's like not the typical Asian too. He's like you? He's yes, like yeah. Diet Ben, Light Ben. <laughs> ben, ben Zero. <laughs> ben Zero. Oh man, yes, he is. On a side note, if any of our, our listeners have stories like this that they want to share with us, both privately and or if they want us to discuss it publicly, yes. feel free to reach out. Yeah, I, man. Slide into our DMs, shoot us an email. Stories need to be told. 
we're clearly not a very good platform to tell these stories,、mm-hmm. but we will try. Clearly, we do not have the answers. <laughs> clearly, we do not have the answers for any of this. Is just two guys spitting shit trying to talk about an issue. Yeah, and we hope we, we at the very least bring this into your forefront. Unfortunately, like America is very driven by social media and just like entertainment. Well, the world now is driven by social media. Yeah, and like entertainment. Social media is another form of entertainment. So we just kind of have to like keep pushing that narrative. I mean, I guess we are a form of entertainment, so we are hitting that point. We're not obviously at that scale.、Uh, speaking of high-end celebrities like us, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you think that Asian American celebrities or Asian celebrities in general have a responsibility to do something about all this? Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm not saying there's like a, a checklist, like oh, here's your syllabus and you got to do this. You、mm-hmm. know, it's not that. It's Just bring it up here and there. Because we、know. mentioned this on a previous podcast about something else, where you said Naomi Osaka, and my stand at that time was that I think that she inherently, given her platform, has an innate responsibility to do so, but she、I、shouldn't、agree. be given shit when she does not. So that's another thing. I had some of my friends acknowledge that. I try to be bipartisan about it. Some things like that better said than undone. Like when speaking of athletes, like Michael Jordan. Oh, why isn't he doing enough? This and that. You know, he's the most prolific. You know, African American, right? You can say,、mm-hmm. you know, or it's just like just figure a you know, celebrity at this point. Now, it's like that's not up to you to decide like what this person should be doing with their life. Where does、mm. the responsibilities lie? Where should Asian celebrities, especially nowadays, given that Asian celebrities are being elevated,、yeah. do they have an even greater responsibility right now to do even more? Um, you just got to do a little. More、um, outside of your comfort zone. Do you、um, feel like any one celebrity off top of your head is doing a lot? Uh, I mean, Simu Liu, but I don't think he's really like pushing that narrative. I just think that like, him being like in the spotlight right now, he's making the best out of the situation is a great thing. Yeah, they're and, doing their part in just representing us culturally、right. out there in the zeitgeist. And um, but there's people like you know who China Mac is. Yeah, man, shout out to China Mac, yo. I guess he's best known for being a rapper, right? Yeah, man. He's like you if you were famous and had talent. <laughs> Sure, dude. He's because he's very proactive. He's yeah, tangibly yeah. out there. You don't mess with that guy. He has rallies. He just had this thing going back to the woman that got attacked in Elmer's. He had、yes. you know a couple small rallies there in Elmer's hospital. He did a. He was part of a rally that was here in Flushing Queens. He's been to Cali a couple of times. Yeah, as he well. he is putting himself out there. That's probably on the higher end of the spectrum in terms of Asian、mm. celebrities are doing more for the cause. Yeah. I'm not trying to call anyone out because I think sometimes we do the same thing,、mm-hmm. and you know, some promotion is better than no promotion. There are celebrities that simply just say a few kind words, but they're not willing to put themselves out there. Right, and that goes back to something that I heard China Mac actually say on a recent interview that he did over the summer that there was first an uptick in these hate crimes. He tried to make a rally, and then he reached out to his other Asian celebrity friends at that time,、yeah. and then no one was willing to appear at these rallies. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think these celebrities do stuff like that? Then, I think is it just from a place of being selfish and worried about their own rep? Yeah, a part of it definitely has to be that. A lot of it could be on behind the scenes, like sponsorships too, illegality issues. They do it. You put yourself in this kind of you know、mm. situation. There's a lot of things that we don't know behind the scenes. For once, you're trying to be the more reasonable person here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, I understand it. I was pleasantly surprised. China Mac is a is a legend. He's been through a lot, you know. He spent time in prison as well. Yeah, he's getting shot. I love listening to his music sometimes when I'm working out. You know, <laughs> it really gets me pumped up and stuff. I was so impressed of how, like how well he carried himself doing that. It was great. It was refreshing. I saw some people at the Asian hate rallies and stuff. He'll be there, you know. He was a strong figure. Yeah, he I, really, the, he really put himself out there. I love BTS, and I mentioned to you. <laughs> 
Well, now I love BTS. <laughs> well, I, <mentioned laughs> I think you like you. BTS more than me. I mentioned this to you recently, but <laughs> yeah. they had a concert and even they spoke outwardly about Asian hate and they themselves have donated millions of dollars to uh, both Black Lives Matter and stop other- Asian hate rallies and right. stuff. I will be upset if we, you know, shun them for not being loud enough. I don't accept that. Today is complete role reversal. In what way? Like, I know, because, and this is very hypocritical of me, but I think with yeah. these particular topics, especially nowadays, I feel yeah. like these celebrities should be doing more, should be proactively doing uh, more. Right, okay, okay. I, I, I see you, man. Yeah, I understand Normally, that. you're the one that has these very strong feelings about stuff like this. Because the reason why is like, I think we're, we're going to like uncharted territory. I believe in like, yo, if you have a cause and stuff, go for it. But the last thing you want to do is try to like make someone do something because, you know, they're caught in the middle. That's what I'm trying to say. It's yeah, like, yeah, that's actually sensible. It's you're like, you're like God damn, Ben. Like, what the fuck are you, Ben? Yeah, I know. I want to assume that everyone does, you know, feel and share the same sentiment. It has to be on your time and your terms. The way I see it is like, you know what? I don't want to have to feel like I have to depend on that person to do it. I'm just going to do it. Mm. You know, I'll bring it up, but I don't want to be like some like, I'm going door to door selling like knives or something. You know, I don't want to be like that. Or that crazy person like preaching about end of the world on like Main Street or yeah, something, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you need salvation. I don't want to be that. But like you said, we're having the open dialogue, but there's a comfort level to it. It is triggering. I've had a point where I was even posting a lot of this kind of stuff on my social media, yeah. on my personal social media. And I've had two spectrums um, come at me. One was, I really appreciate you, you know, like raising awareness. But then I also had, this is funny now, I've had people that are Asian come to me and say like, yo, man, you got to stop posting this stuff up, man. I'm not here for that content. Yeah. They're like, yo, man, put those funny, uh, you know, funny memes and, you know, the food pictures, man. Like, what's up, man? I I was a little flabbergasted. I was like, but their reason was for, they're saying like, hey, like, I'm all for that. You're trying to raise awareness. But I do think that you are also instilling fear and making things worse instead of raising awareness. How there's do a I fine fear line about that. Instilling fear and actually just raising awareness. There's like two things we have to like pay attention to. Well, when that. you constantly tell people to fight back, yes, I would say you're instilling I'm not, fear. I don't like violence either. Anytime I was subjugated to that, it was always in self defense. It was always. That's the one thing I can always tell myself is whenever I got myself into a situation, I try my best to de-escalate it. But some people just want to pop off or they just think like, <laughs> yo, I can take this guy. You know, something something about their own personal insecurities thrust them into that situation. You talk about China Mac to like the Asian community. He's not the model minority at all, man. Even when you hear him talk, you know, like he's a gangster, you know. <laughs> But thank God for him for doing this and speaking up. Thank the stars. Like, you're actually saying what we're feeling. Cut this bullshit and, like, get to it. And then you have, like, other people, maybe they're just... Just reposting stuff. Reposting or, you know, setting their the best shadows, wishes. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, I think Jeremy Lin did a great job. Like, as soon as it happened, he was he was trying to push the narrative as well. Yeah. I think that kind of actually hindered his NBA comeback. Do you think so? Yeah. I think he was kind of in the Colin Kaepernick situation where... Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, not to that extent, but in a way... Kaepernick like, is the priming example of where, is, you, where yes. you stand up for a cause. Yes. that you believe in and you put your own professional career you put yes. dollar signs exactly on the line for stuff like that yeah exactly and i think that actually comes back to why a lot of these asian celebrities are uh taking a more passive approach they're to a little ginger fun- about it they're taking gingerly steps about you know what to right, do because you know you can't hate on them they're, they're trying to protect their own careers that they have worked very hard to finally see succeed exactly and you and they don't want to step too far and risk alienating the the powers that be exactly they call right? it uh securing the bag right <laughs> That's a, that's kind of what it is. Asians are kind of we're quick to judge. We are, and you at know? the end of the day, 
we can both agree that whatever you can do, whatever you can do, you should do. Um, I, I think we should all, at the very least, try to do something. I always say, and I've said this multiple times today, mm-hmm. spreading awareness is free. Pressing that share button on Instagram is free. That's not going to cost you any shit. <laughs> yeah. And I hope at least that we do support these things and we can try to do whatever we can on an individual level to uh, move the... Move the needle. Yeah, I guess. It's, it's getting better. Is there any final point you wanted to say, Ben? This has been a different topic than what we normally talk about. Yeah. Uh, maybe this will be our least downloaded <laughs> episode. <laughs> it's fine. It's yeah. fine. We just need to convince a few of you to go out there and maybe donate. It sounds like we're spread awareness. Yeah. I hope everyone's having a, a great holiday. Times are a little tough for some people, especially with COVID. Now there's that new strain going on. Omicron. Right? Omicron. My wife said it sounds like a transformer. It does, right? Omicron. It's like the final boss. It's worse. Yeah, it really is. It sounds like freaking Megatron. But, you know, if you ever do need to talk, like we're being dead ass serious. If you just want to like talk about it, you know, or if, if there's something we missed, please DM us. Oh, there's a lot that we probably missed. But once yeah. again, we're just trying to bring this topic to the forefront so that you can go out there and do better research than what we have done. I guess uh, pretty much, look, man, like whether you're black, Spanish, Muslim, Indian, whatever it is, you know, purple, whatever, like we're all in this together. We all got to stick together. You know, yeah, skip that fucking boba and go donate. Yeah, for real, man. There you go. You know, they, like they always tell white people, skip coffee, skip your frappuccino, and take that five dollars, <laughs> save and do whatever. You put, know it, what? put it into your Acorns account. We're not a- sponsored by them. Asian but. people should just skip that next boba tea, bubble tea. Skip that second bottle of soju. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you're not gonna miss it. No. Take yeah. that money and donate to a better cause. Yeah. Once again, details will hopefully be on our Instagram page. And even if you're not the most kind-hearted, um, what do you call people that do things out of goodwill? Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> Don't be even, a Scrooge. Even if you're not uh, donating for a good cause. Yeah. You can win shit. Think about this. Like, we're a small podcast, so there is most likely going to not be that many donations. A strong incentive. Now, we hope that there are, and we're going to push this shit as hard as we can this month of December, but st- statistically... <laughs> Your chances of donating a minimum amount and you get a chance to win great prizes, yeah, that's pretty high. Yeah, because there's probably going to be like at most five. Please prove us wrong. We also just want to say thank you so much for our sponsors. It takes a lot of guts to partner with a very small, random podcast like you and I. Mm-hmm. Even though clearly we're trying to do something for a good cause, these brands are n- not doing it out of their own selfishness because they're not going to get famous when we shout them out oh yeah feels really good like we're on the same page right the culture small asian podcast small asian businesses trying to do something good even if it's a drop in the bucket yeah thank you so much for our sponsors and thank you so much for what you've been doing as well you know like just doing all the work and stuff zero expectations zero (laughs) expectations what was i saying in the beginning when i was giving you a therapy session radical acceptance radical acceptance i accept that you will be very lazy and do your minimum amount yes put your money on it (laughs) all right we'll do a fundraiser for that too okay normally uh at this point we have ranting and raving but we'll take a break from it this week please check out our instagram check out all the causes stay safe next week we'll be back Mm -hmm. hopefully with a more lighthearted topic yeah hopefully yes take it easy guys